Welcome to Seven Second Delay. I'm Station Manager Ken. Something's uh, something's wrong with my headphones. Yeah, what's the matter? I can hear you perfectly. <laughs> you play with me, you play with fire. Good one. Okay. Yeah, you really you really cut me to the quick there. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, brother. <laughs> no hard feelings. No hard feelings at all. Couldn't resist. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Everything is fair in comedy. Comedy and love. Comedy and love and pickleball. Everything Somet is fair. Sometimes people complain to me about the behavior, uh, your behavior that I tolerate. Yeah. And I have to explain that I, I cannot be Andy's comedy partner and his conscience at the same time. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I worry about you sometimes. Do you? What? <laughs> what is that? Well, I heard your show this morning. Heard part of it. What part? The part that I had me worried. That part. It's going to oh. be okay. It's going to be okay, Ken. Oh, did you hear the... Ken, uh, it gets better. Moth croc? Is no, that, did I you, didn't hear that. You no. didn't hear the moth croc segment? No. You're going to be okay, my friend. Yeah, because I would worry, too. We'll both be dead soon. N nothing to worry about. Not that soon. Yeah, I know. Not I that mean, soon. I mean... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, exactly. That's the problem. There's the rub. What the hell is taking so long? Am I right? You're really looking forward to it, huh? Yeah. What I kind of, well, you know what it is? I had, when I get root canal or when they put me under, mm -hmm. do you get put under when you have uh, procedures like that? No, I can't be. I, I, oh, but you can't because you I, have a history. Right, because I'm uh, such a pothead, they can't yeah. put me under. You're pot positive. Right. Is what they say. Well, no, it's like alcoholics and yeah. potheads. They, you yeah. have to use like five times the normal dose. Yeah. Yeah, no regrets there, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, when I go under, mm -hmm. it's it's dreamless sleep. Okay. It's, it's nothingness. Yeah. And I wake up. That must be nice. Yeah, I wake up three hours, four hours later, and you know what I say? I can do that. That's <laughs> a walk in the park. Easy peasy. I could do that forever. What if it's not like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it's like that. I'm what guessing if, that's like a little sneak preview. That's the trailer. That's the teaser. What if on the road to that state, yeah. you're trapped in your body, fully conscious but unable to communicate at all? Not good. Yeah. Not the best. That could happen too. Yeah, maybe. You might be right. Anyway, my point is, <laughs> my point is, it'll be over soon. This It'll be over soon. How many more shows do we have in us? We don't know, but it'll be over. I, th I say we keep going until we croak. Yeah. Let's see who can outlive each other. Ready? Go. All right. It's on. I'm off. I'm off, too. I think I'm going to win. I think you're winning already. <laughs> I've got a couple years on you, right? You do. But you've got you. But your ticker is uh, is problematic. That's right. I do have a problem. But I've got cancer in my family. I got cancer in my family too. It's a thriller. It's a nail bite. I know. Yeah, it's, it could go in any direction. I wonder. I wonder what the smart out of town money's on. I wonder who they would bet on. 
I think they'd bet. Who would on, get odds? I think they'd bet on me. Although I, that's true, I have two stents in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what's your lifestyle like? Hard Do you? Uh, were you? You're skiing. You're doing so, a little bit uh, some dangerous activities, right? Oh yeah, but I haven't hurt myself skiing in decades since I was a little kid. Wait, but you water ski? You had an accident there. That's true. Got a concussion. I don't do. Uh, I mean, the only sport I participate in is you know twice a year I go I fly down to Georgia uh-huh. and I hunt hobos uh, to the for sport. In the wild or in is the it? wild? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. very impressive. I know, most people I know who do that go to one of those ranges where they're penned in. That's not sport. I know. Penned I know. In. That's yeah. That seems it seems cruel. We have an island off the coast of Georgia. Oh, one of the Georgia Sea Islands? Yep. We bring in our hobos. Oh, you bring them in? Sure. Well, we lure them in. We okay. dangle, we dangle uh, cans of soup uh-huh. in nets. Yeah. Get them off the trains. Mm-hmm. Get them, lure them from the hobo jungles. Right. So you bring them out to the Sea Islands. Yeah. I caught me a, I caught me a good one last, uh, last March. I know, I know what you're going to say. Oh, he only had one leg. I know what you're going to say. I'm way ahead of you. Well, no. I, it wasn't I, really a, a chase worth mentioning. Actually, what I was going to say is He could roll. He rolled down those hills like you wouldn't believe. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hobos can roll. Well, most things will roll. Yeah. If, if you put them on a steep enough slope. I believe most things will roll, especially hobos. Yeah, well, I'd imagine hobos would probably do a better job rolling than. God, this has been fun. Are we are we uh, out of time? Is this seven o'clock yet? It is. It's time for weekly world blues with Matt, Matt Fiveash. This been has been a, great. I'll see you next week. It's been a great seven second delay. Okay, see you then. All right. What I was really going to say <clears throat> was that I think I probably get a much better workout either going skiing or at the gym or any of the things I normally do as opposed to your hobo hunting. Chasing after rolling hobos. Well, yeah, I, I know you don't chase after them. No. I know the whole thing is no, rigged. my assistant does. Yeah. I know you guys use helicopters. It's just, you know, you can complain about these preserves where it's like shooting fish in a barrel, but you guys, yeah. you guys are not much better. I know you're referring to that year we shot hobos in a barrel. That and the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like shooting hobos in a barrel. <laughs> you know that saying. <laughs> I, 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 I actually... I, I make myself laugh. Somebody has to. <laughs> I... I, it's funny, funny that you find that funny. I had, I had never heard that expression. No, I know. I just, just occurred to me. But I'm going to be using that for a while, like shooting hobos in a barrel. Easy peasy. <laughs> God, I make myself laugh. And I guess you've, uh, you've never come to come across an armed hobo. Do you ever make yourself laugh? Like you just have a thought in the middle of the day, just to yourself, you're alone, and you just crack up? Yeah, that does happen. I don't believe it. I well, don't believe why, it. Why don't you believe it? I just don't believe that ever happened to you. It does happen to me. 
What? Even after what? you, even after you've given up uh, pot. Oh, oh! Now you're laying down all these other criteria. <laughs> Wait, you, you haven't. You not. You're not. You haven't uh, sworn off pot. You've just sworn off smoking it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've gone straight edge. You're still Ken Friedman. No, it's total straight edge. No, you're not total straight edge. It is total straight edge. I only eat it. Well, that's not total straight edge. That's that's straight edge. That's <laughs> to you. My understanding. Your, of, yeah, I know. That's my understanding of straight edge. And also, I don't drink at all anymore. What good are you? Just edibles. Great. Great. I remember, I think our listeners remember, you used to be so much fun. And psychedelics. <laughs> and some shrooms. Yeah. Friday is shroom night. No. Thursday is meatloaf. Friday is shroom night. <laughs> well, congratulations. I've now forgotten what we were going to do. I have no idea Oh, either. that's right. We're going to do a poor man's antiques roadshow. That's right. That's right. We have a lot of listeners that are uh, collectors, right? Right. They have their. Uh, they're they're very proud of their collections. Most people. Oh they, yeah. They have their they have their uh, uh, toys. You know. Their, right. Their memorabilia. Star Trek memorabilia. Maybe they're, records. They're, they're not hoarders. I used to collect uh, Silver Age uh, comics. Marvel Comics. Well, you actually were an investor. I did investment in, in, uh, investment grade. Yeah, yeah. And we had to sell that collection when my kids got accepted to private school. But that was who would have, who saw that coming? Well, wasn't that the plan? Unless I'm misunderstanding it, I thought it you, was for their education. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. And we used it like that. But but uh, we want to talk to listeners that have. I guess we need some scrap paper here that have uh, a collection, and. Uh, It'll be you versus me. We're asking listeners to call us, tell us the most valuable item in their collection, and then you and I will try to guess its, uh, it's street value, right? Right. And see who, who would come closest. Do you think we're going to hear from a lot of record collectors? Well, that's probably the most common thing that people collect. Well, probably on this uh, listening to us. Yeah. Uh, but I, I heard from other people today who had uh, other very, very unusual Well, you stuff. would have the edge with records, with vinyl records. I might have an edge with, uh, if there are comic book collectors out there. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I'm, not, I'm not good with... Uh, what's the most valuable thing you own? If there was a fire, God forbid, knock wood, uh, there was a fire in your house. I know the odds of that now are less because you're now just doing edibles. Right. But uh, if there was a fire in the house, what would you grab first? I don't have anything valuable. Nothing at all. Anymore, There's no. There's no painting on I, the wall. There's nothing on the shelves. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of my paintings are here. My velvet paintings are all here at the oh, station. Oh, at the station. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess you have sentimental value. There's obviously paintings that Daisy did and things like that. Yeah. I right. had valuable records, but they were all destroyed in hurricanes. Huh. So I don't have any, uh, you know, and, and then also I did have a couple of valuable books uh, that I still have. Wait, um, so there you go. Are they on your shelf? No, they're in storage. What does storage I'm, mean? They're you mean in, you're paying every month for storage? Yeah, because we moved. So, uh, oh, okay. So packed up everything. So you're being very technical about my question. Your valuable books are in are in store. But I wouldn't grab that book. I have I have a couple of valuable books, but I wouldn't grab any of those. I would grab. I have a book on. Question. I have a book on how to how to operate a fire extinguisher. Uh huh. 
That would be probably the first book I'd grab. Well, that would be if you were on fire. What if it was a flood? Hmm. Good point, Ken. That's what happened to me. Yeah, good point. You could grab How to Survive a Flood. So you can derail almost any conversation. You've never been beaten. No. No. You're the indoor world champion. I am. Yeah. Yeah. What if there was a flood? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Ken. Well, I mean, a lot of people got flooded out yesterday, Andy. Thank you, Ken. I got flooded out 20 or 30 times. One. One. One what? That's the number of shows I have a week. One. Oh, I have two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have a spare show that you could screw up. Oh, this is my spare. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Right right here. Exactly. (laughs) Believe me, I know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I have a first edition uh, in my house. I don't think it's very valuable. Robert Frost. Oh, no, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not a first edition, but it is signed. It's like a second or third edition, but he did sign it. Hmm. Uh, Maybe that's valuable, but it's not very valuable. I have a cop. It's not the poet Robert Frost. Oh, which Robert Frost is it? (laughs) It's a guy. The porn star? (laughs) Yeah, the porn star. Man, spare shows are great. (laughs) (laughs) The porn star. Well, listen, let's talk to listeners that have collectibles, and let's just get this going. Yeah. You think you're better at this than me. It's, it's, it is like Antique Roadshow. 201-209-9368, except that Antiques Roadshow has people who know what the hell they're talking about. Well, we, I think between us, we <clears> could <throat> get close, or at least I bet, we, I bet we're not terrible. Yeah. If someone's collecting records, if someone has a, a lot of people collect, uh, well, I don't know if people collect stamps anymore. Remember when people they do. Remember oh. when remember when you collected coins as a kid and then every time you got change it was like a, an adventure you'd go through the change you'd go through your parents change Yeah, I used jar. to collect I used to collect uh foreign coins, international coins. Well, that's not as much fun. No. The fun is the change you got at the Wawa, the change you got at the at uh-huh. the deli. Yeah. might have that uh, double stamped uh, upside down Lincoln head 1917 but it's so unlikely. Well, that's like a lottery, but that's the fun of it. <laughs> I guess I was a I was a six year old skeptic. Yeah, I guess you were. It's like you were playing the odds. What are the chances? Yeah. Uh, I have a commie collectible. A commie collectible. Yeah, a communist collectible. I have a first edition uh, book by John Reed, Ten Days That Shook the sure, World. Sure, of course. Yeah. What is that copyright? Is that 1913? I'm not sure. No, it'd have to be way, way after that. It was about the uh, Russian Revolution, right? So when, actually, when was yeah. the Russian well, Revolution? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I'm not far yeah, off. Yeah, you're Mr. History now. I'm not Mr. History. Thank you, though. Yeah. I'd love that to be my real nickname as opposed to the nickname I yeah, have. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting confused by World War One. Yeah, I guess it was earlier. It was before World War One. You don't have anything by John Reed. I do. It's I have, fun to pretend. No, I got It's my. fun to act smart. It's fun. 201-209-9368. And uh, nobody's calling. Girls are impressed. A lot of very, very young girls are impressed. We have young girls listening. Yeah. I bet they're dazzled by your John Reed uh, story. Oh, I'm sure. 201-209-9368. You know, this is weird because last night I was calling Bucci nonstop and he just wasn't picking up. This makes me worried the phones are broken. Oh. Well, so that would I'm change. Gonna, I'm going to call. That would change. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call myself. 
You're going to call the station. You're yeah. going to test the phone line. Yeah, I'm testing. Hey, wait. If the phone's really broken. right now. Can I go home? <laughs> no. Can I go home? Phones are down. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so far. It's like a snow day. It's like a snow day here at FMU. I had a feeling last night when I was trying to call Bucci, and I wasn't. Wait, was he on the air saying no one's he calling? He was on the air saying that no one was calling, and I was trying to call for 15 minutes. This wow. is fantastic. The wait, phones are broken. But wait, why do I have to stay then? We, I do a call-in show. Yeah. Let me go. Oh, Let my man. people go. I could set up something on Zoom. No, no, that won't be as good. What the hell? Our phones are broken. Is it plugged in? Wait, you went all day? You went 24 hours without realizing it? Oh, now what's going on? Oh, it's a loose connection. I don't know. What the hell's going on here? Plug it in like the wind. I did. I replugged. Oh, now it we've in. got. Wait, is that phone call? Wait, no, no. Do you think you could keep up the banter while I walk over there and check the connections? Sure, over? Yeah. no problem. You, you can. Do you mean that? go solo? You're gonna leave the control. Like board. I'll be in the room. Okay, but you're gonna walk five feet over there. Yeah, I'm, you'll be off mic. Yeah, I'm gonna go ten feet away. Then I'm gonna come five feet back. Okay, okay? can do. I will. Right. I will carry the ball, coach. Put me in, coach. You won't be sorry. You're you, on. You won't regret this. You got to talk. You're supposed to talk. I got nothing. You're not talking. I got nothing. Ah. What's he doing? When are you coming back? Ow! When do you think you'll be back here? Um, I'll be... Like how many more minutes? Maybe another two minutes. I gotta open up this cabinet. I don't have the right tools. Wait, here's my wife calling. So I gotta fake Wait, it. Wait, this might be something. Annie, it's a busy signal when you call. Oh, it's a busy signal. Ah, here we go. Does that help you? Thanks, Bethy. I opened the cabinet. Yeah. How many more minutes do you think till you come back? Another minute. I got nothing, buddy. A minute. That's an eternity. That's an eternity. Ken, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? You have a cabinet open. Yeah. Did you jiggle some wires? Yeah. Did you turn it off and then on again? Yep. When do you think you'll be back on mic? I'm almost back. <laughs> I miss you. When do you think? How many, are you back now? Are you back yet? <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Oh, thank God. It's okay. Okay. You're no, I was fine. I was fine. I didn't, I didn't miss a beat. Well, I was in the whole room. I, I was in the... Now do you think someone can call? No. <laughs> I don't think I fixed it. But uh, let's see. Hey, listen. But here's the weird thing. Oh, you don't know what. I just want to hit you right now. I'm just mad at you. Why? Because you're the station manager. You've had all day to fix this. Oh, man. Well, I heard somebody call last night. I was trying to call Bucci yeah. for 15 minutes. Would you say you're halfway through this story? No. Dear God. I was trying to call him for 15 minutes. Yeah. I finally gave up, and he took a call. Somebody got through. But well, maybe on maybe. It, why don't we give out a different so number? So that's why I assumed. Give out a different number. I What's the other? They're all number? dead. Every single one of these things is dead. This is like Apollo 13. It's a call-in show. Well, the stakes are not quite as high. I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue that. No, it is. It's just like Apollo 13. It is. You're like right. we're in the middle of a call-in show. Yeah. Right. We're 20 minutes in. We did our foreplay. Yep. Which went swimmingly. Yeah. 
Oh man, the hobo in a barrel line? That was great. <laughs> yeah, like shooting hobos in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah. People love that. I bet. There's no way to tell, no way to confirm it because we don't have any calls. Oh man, this thing is really broken. Hey, give out your, uh, give out your cell phone number. Okay, I'll give out my cell phone number. Okay, so if you want to call, if you're a collector, uh, call Ken on his cell phone. What's that number, Ken? It's 201. No, you don't. I know where you're going. Not, not cool, brother. 404. No, no, no. Ken, you can't. I can't. You can't. Why? No, Ken, don't give out my number. Ken, don't give out my number. You want to hear something funny? Please. No, Ken, I'm going to no, cry. I, I have something kind of funny. Yeah, what? I had no intention of giving out your phone number until you put the idea in my head. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Let's give out your number. No. Okay. Yeah, really? fine. I've given it out before, you so have? I got nothing to lose. Okay. Two zero one five seven five five six zero eight five six zero eight. Okay, that's Ken's cell phone. Yep. That's the only incoming line we have. But how can you put him on the air? I'm just going to have to put it on speaker because I don't even have the right. Uh, oh, oh, I could do it on Bluetooth, maybe. Wait, here's my bride again. My okay. bride, Bethlehem. Where the hell's the Bluetooth? Hey, honey. Here we go. What, honey? I'm sorry about the phone. Put it in front. Put her in front of the microphone. You're sorry that the phones are broken? Yes. Is that why you called, honey, to say you're sorry that the phones are well, broken? you sounded desperate. Thank you, honey. Something. And then no, I, I'm, that, I'm, I heard I, that Kent's number, that your number was given. No, it wasn't given. No, it wasn't given. Thank you, honey. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Good luck. Okay. So. Thanks, an Beth. Answers a question. Uh, whose wife? Has a lot of time on her hands on Wednesday afternoon. Well, he, whose wife is supportive of their husband's radio show is another way of looking at it. Yeah, oh, well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, somebody left me a glass, voicemail. What the hell? The How come my Glass freaking... half full answer. Yeah. All right, so now I can't get on Bluetooth either, so that's out. Wait, aren't you getting calls, though? And, uh, no. 201-575-5608. You're not getting calls? I did get a call, and I missed it because <laughs> I was trying to figure out the Bluetooth. Wait, that's Ken. Wait, we're taking calls on Ken's little cell yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's me. I'm Ken. Hey, Beth, honey, you can call Ken on his cell phone. 201, wait, it's 575-5608. Uh, our phones are down. It's Apollo 13. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, I'm not getting any dial tone. How did Apollo 13? All right, here we go. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Wait, give me a second. Hi there, you're on the air. Whoops. Love the show. Hi, you're on the can't air. Who's? I got, can't believe I got through. Who's this? Sam the appraiser. Oh, it's Sam the appraiser. Hi, Sam. Hi. Hi. We've cobbled to we've cobbled together just like Apollo 13, an oxygen tank out of uh, shoe boxes and uh, and duct tape. Can yeah. I be James Lovell? I'm James Lovell. Which which actor played James Lovell? I only know the movie. Tom Hanks. That was Tom Hanks? Yeah. He was the captain? Yeah. He was the best one. Yeah. He was great. Can I be, can I be Jodie Foster's character? No, well, Jodie sure. Foster, Jody Foster didn't have a big part in Apollo 13. But At she, least but, I don't but remember But she was it. in it. Are you saying she was in it? She was not in Apollo 13. Yeah, I don't think she was even in it. Oh, oh wait. You know what? I think I did uh, see her. They, when they cut to the Earth from outer space. Yeah. I think I did see Jodie Foster. Well, James Lovell had a wife who was in it. Yeah. Was she hot? Oh, yeah. Astronaut wives. It Nothing a, like them. Yeah. Nothing like them astronaut wives. It was a, Holly, a Hollywood movie. Yeah. No, Everybody's you hot. You don't need a Hollywood movie to know this. They're like quarterback wives. They're the best. 
So, Sam, do you have a collectible that uh, Andy and I can... Wait, you're, you're staying on topic? Oh, what else are Ken, we doing? Ken, you're amazing. You are Lovell. You are the captain. <laughs> you are keeping your cool in the middle of this crisis. Yeah, well... You're going to bring us home. You're going to bring us back to Earth. I am. We're going to whip around the moon and come back to Earth. Yep. You bring us home, Ken. Like Go ahead. You. And you know what's going to happen tomorrow, Andy? Stay on topic, brother. What? The phone-in radio show format shall continue. Yes. It does not die here. It will be like going back to the moon. Okay, Ken, you keep us on topic. Sam. I'm just going to watch. I admire this. Sam, Imagine what's... This what's... in the Smithsonian. It's like the last call-in show ever. Oh. Well, that's the way it was going, but no, I'm going yeah. to prevent that fate. Sam, what's the collectible you got? Wait, what's the topic? Collectibles! What collectible do I have? Yeah, what do you got? Um... I don't think I have any. Great. Oh, Thanks, for calling. Thanks for calling, Sam. 201-575-5608. We're calling Ken's cell phone. Oh, my God. You're on the air. It's the Apollo 13. It's Nadia. Hey, Nadia. <laughs> Hi, Nadia. We've been wondering where you've been. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I haven't called. I've, I've really been busy, and it also hasn't been working. So, yeah. Right. Now, Nadia, as you know, you've heard this phrase, knowledge is power. Yeah. And you know why that applies to you today? You now have what? Ken Friedman's cell phone. Yeah, number. you have my cell phone number. I know that. Yeah. I know okay. That. So that puts you that puts you in a whole different class as a as a listener. You're now a a, a listener slash friend. I have power. I can call you in in the middle of the day. Oh no, middle of the day. That, that's no fun. Let me tell you about Ken sleeping middle of the night. What that's time? A great idea. What time would middle of the night be? Andy? Well, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Is you're good at math, Nadia. You're good at math. Ken goes to bed at midnight, okay, and he wakes up at eight a.m. So, what time would the middle of that night be? It's not enough sleep. Doesn't matter. Well, no, he'll that's g- eight, eight hours. That's plenty. Eight hours. So, I would say the middle of the night, at least for Ken, is four a.m. Uh, isn't that technically morning, not night? Well, you might have a good point. Why a did you, good point, Nadia. Why did you ask him at 4 a.m. If, if, the, uh, if it, he considers it morning or night? See if the sun is out yet. Yeah, I, I consider it the middle of the night. Um, okay, I have a question. Am I still considered a frequent caller even though I haven't called in months? That's a great question. Yes, you are an honorary frequent caller. Nothing, nothing will change that. That's All right. Nice. Yeah. Now, Nadia, do you collect anything? Do you have um, like um, American doll? What are those American dolls that girls like? No, no, those are horrifying. I hate those. American uh, girl. American girl does. <laughs> oh well, then. It gives me nightmares. Uh, then I, I bought you the wrong gift for your birthday. What's that? I have this very big ball of slime, and each time I get the slime, I either take a piece of it or put the whole thing in it. So now it's like as big as my head. So Wait, I would like to. She collects. You collect twine. Is that what you're saying? No, <laughs> slime. Slime. No, the rubber bands. What? How? No, slime. What? Slime, Andy. You, you collect slime. You, you haven't seen the slime that you can buy. Yeah. It's Is that a what toy. you buy? It's a toy. Slime. Yeah. Oh, and that's what you collect. Well, but that's. And do you think that's of any value to anyone? If you wanted to sell that tomorrow, yes. you it's do. Definitely a huge value. What could you sell that for on the schoolyard in, in, uh, during recess, right, tomorrow? Aren't you supposed to guess? 
Okay, it's a ball of slime and that you've been collecting. It's as big as your head? Y- yeah. Nadia, do you have... And, and it's from me. It's, it's, it, that, that, that's extra points, too. Okay, you mean that's, it's, that's, uh, it's Providence. It's from you, Nadia. Okay, I'm going to guess that somebody, you would find somebody in your school, in your class, that would give you $5 for it. I need no, more. You're way off. I need more high. information. I need more information. You Nadia. need to know how big her head is. So, no, I, I know how big Nadia's head is, but what? What's the container of the slime? What's holding the slime? It, it's it's like an old um, slime container that I got from Target. So it, it is a slime container. Yeah. Okay. And so there's collectible value right there. Andy. Wait, wait, wait. But who? Yeah. Ca- you mean other kids that collect slime yeah, would slime. say? They would say this will double or triple my collection. Of yeah, slime, slime is like slime is like royalty in my school. I've never even heard of this. I, of I this think you thing. are. I think you are royalty in your school when it comes to slime. Are are you not? Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, you are. A ball as big as your head. So I'm going to say twenty dollars. You're close. All right, I win. What's the answer? Um. Well, it was like. Maybe like thirty dollars because one at Target is probably more than thirty dollars. Wait, so I said nice, I said five dollars. Discount. Yeah, I said, said five dollars. You said five. I you said, said 20. twenty, and the answer is thirty. Yeah. So who's closer? Ken. Twenty is. Closer. I said five. Yeah, that's yeah. a lower, smaller. Hold on, hold on please. It's a smaller number, Andy. Yes. Oh, I got you. You're absolutely right. That right. checks out. It's closer to zero. That's why you're the captain. That's yep. why you're uh, James Lovell. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Andy? Yes, honey. I, I watched the Monk movie. That... Uh, yeah? Yeah. And you loved it. What's your favorite yeah. part, Nadia? What was your favorite scene? Um, the, I don't really know. All of them were really good. Dog but... poop scene? Um, Dog poop scene. <laughs> I, I my, like when, my, they, my um, bit, when my, the guy, he took the Lego set, yeah. he made the Lego set, and he was going up and down, and up and down, and up. Yeah, that was his down. theory. Oh, that was yeah. really funny. That was his theory, yeah. Yeah, that was... He was also that, completely wrong, too. Yeah, funny funny wrong theories, yep. Yep. Well, Nadia, thanks thanks for watching. You know, I knew that you watched. You know why? Because NBC sends me a list of everyone that watches the movie. It must not be um, a very big list. No, it's, very, it's not big at all, but I saw Nadia... Okay, but I have another item I would like to sell. Well, no, Nadia, we have to move on because you can hear all the beeping. That's people trying to call Ken on his on his cell phone. We only have one line open, so we're going to thank you. Say thank you, Ken. Thank you, Nadia. Okay, and we're going to we're going to talk to you. Great to hear from you again. As call always, again. 201-575-5608. That's Ken's cell phone number. Ken, thank you for sharing that with your listeners. Not a problem. I just got a ton of voicemails. Well, we don't need to hear yeah, voicemails. I don't need to, no, I didn't mean to play that. So, uh, But you can call now. The phone is free at last. Not that I wasn't overjoyed talking to Nadia. It's always great talking to Nadia. I was wondering. Nadia with the uh, collection of slime as big as her head. That's big. That's really big. <laughs> yes, it is, Ken. Yeah. You I don't know, think I have anything in my house as big as my head. Really? Well, Beth would disagree. Oh, good Lord. Beth would disagree. Beth would think my head is, is too big. She thinks I have a big head. Hi, you're on the air. 
Hey, Ken, Andy. Can't believe we got through on the cell phone. Oh, hi, Zachary. How's it going? It's going great now that you called. Going great. Uh, we have no phone, so thank you for calling We do have phone. a phone. Thanks to you, it, Captain Lovell. It was yeah. ringing a little bit ago. Was it? Was it? Busy, and then it started ringing again. But okay, because yeah, now I, I, can't, I can't get anything to happen with the, the on-air phone lines anymore. So this is bad. A call-in yeah. show without a phone line is like what, Ken? Uh, it's, it's like, like what's, a, what's a simile you might find on an SAT test? Uh, it's like a hobo with uh, an AK-47 in a barrel. Yeah. Is that right? Well, it's like a it's, it's like a hobo close. without a it's like a, it's like a hobo without uh, uh, a, a stick to roast marshmallows on. So, Zachary, have you got any collectibles? Yeah, well, uh, one kind of a, a callback to what we had talked about before. I have a, a first edition of the uh, Myth of Sisyphus by, uh-huh. and other essays by Albert Camus, published in 1955. Okay. So Albert Camus, uh, a collection of essays. I'm not going to try to pronounce the uh, the title. The Myth of Sisyphus. You got it close, Ken. You got many syllables, right? Yeah. And uh, And it's a first edition. What is the condition of the book? It's well, it, okay, so it goes down a little bit. Doesn't have the dust jacket. Okay. And uh, and uh, is it is it is it signed? No, not signed. Okay, and was it? I'm sorry, it was it published in America? Like, well, who was the publisher, or was it a foreign? No. What what uh, what's published? the imprint? What, was it published in Europe? Zachary, what's uh, the imprint? Hamish, Hamish Hamilton Limited. And what is the address there? Well, Limited tells you, right? Is that British? Yep. Okay. It's 90 Great Russell Street, London. Okay. Now, Zach, okay, so it's in in fair to good condition. There's no dust jacket. 1955. And have you yourself priced it, like on on eBay or online? I just was looking it up before I called. Go ahead. Okay, so you have a number in your head. I bet I can do yes. this. I bet I can get closer than Ken. Okay. Ken, write down a number. Do you have a pen? Yeah. You don't have a pen. Okay, write down okay. a number. A dollar amount. We'll do it in dollars, even though it's a British book, right? Yep. Okay, I'm going to guess. Uh, okay, I'm going to guess this number. Okay, I'm Did going you to guess, guess a number. I'm going to guess this number. Okay, my number is 200. Oh, I wrote down $45. Okay, Zach, if you were selling your Maybe book tomorrow. Closer. Wow, Andy's yeah, closer. They range online, yeah, from like two fifty to four fifty. Oh, okay, I was low, but I was low. Yeah, but, closer. Yeah. Good job, Andy. It's thanks, a, thanks, it's a, Ken. It's a tie ball game. Yeah, we're just hobbling through. If you're just tuning in, <laughs> Zachary, thanks for the call. I'm going to take another call. If you're just tuning in, yeah, we have I'm lost, sure. we have lost all our oxygen. The pressure is falling. We're in our capsule. And by that, that's a metaphor. By that, I mean we're a call-in show with no phone lines. We do have Ken's uh, cell phone number. If you can't get through, make a note of this. You can call him anytime, 201-575-5608. Are there any blackout hours, Ken, where you don't want call listeners to call you? Well, yeah, of course. Go ahead. Like what? Uh, people should use common sense. Hold on. Common sense. No, seriously. Yeah. Like when? When should people uh, call you? And when? And when is your blackout hours? I'm going to give you three blackout hours a day. Yeah. What would you say? Midnight I, to three a.m. I, I trust the listeners to figure out when not to call me. No. Oh, 
I, you obviously forgot something. I have to remind you. They're FMU listeners. Exactly. And you said common sense. Yeah. And then you, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is hi, hi there, you're on the air. Okay, what about autographs? Sure. Like collectible. Sure, go ahead. What, 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 like, what's, have, um, what's the pride of your collection? Some of them autographs off my head, the top of my head. I have Pete Seeger. Hold on, Pete. Hold on, Pete. <laughs> I have, um... Wait, how... Now, normally, normally I would ask, how do you know it's a legitimate Pete Seeger autograph? But I'll tell you something interesting, and this I know for a fact. There has never been any re- record of anywhere in the world of an illegitimate Pete Seeger autograph. No one has ever forged Pete Seeger's autograph, ever. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, I didn't forge it. No, I know. It's never been done. That's because he's so revered and respected. He's the only celebrity alive Live or dead, where no one's ever forged their signature. That's so cool. Signed, yeah. And I'll tell you why. I, I was having I'll a whole tell conversation you why. with him. No. At, I think it was 2009 or 2010, the, yeah. um, you know, that Clearwater Festival. And I, it was oh, about banjos. Honey. And then I said, no. could you sign my honey. booklet? And he said, sure. He was very nice. Honey, I mean, never, wow. ever, never, ever, ever start a conversation with Pete Seeger. Had he already passed away by that point? <laughs> Hey, let's do an impression of Pete Seeger trying to explain why he came at the cable at the Newport Folk Festival with an axe. Can I do it? I don't usually do impressions. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. this, this is, is Pete Seeger. Andy's impression of Pete Seeger defending himself against the charge <laughs> yeah. that he chopped Bob Dylan's guitar cable with an yeah. axe yeah. when Dylan went electric at Newport. Go I was ahead. so upset. I loved what he was doing. I loved it. It was magnificent. I was so upset because the mix was so bad. We couldn't hear the lyrics. I was just so upset. I picked up an axe. That's true. I came at the cable. That's true. But it wasn't because I disapproved. You've got to believe me. I loved what he was doing. Thank you very much. That's pretty good. Yeah, that you, was him on that. Scors- that was him in that Scorsese documentary. His speech. Like, just, I remember how he was talking to me. And okay. what what was it that Pete Seeger signed for you? The, the program. It was the Clearwater Festival program. Okay, so it's a Clearwater Festival program from what year? Either two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Okay, here's what, a trivia question. By Pete Seeger. Here's a trivia question yeah. for both of you. Yeah. Okay, in Pete Seeger's entire career, he signed he signed a lot of autographs. Yeah, How many did. breasts did he sign? How many breasts total did he sign in his entire career? Zero. Not zero. <laughs> You'd think zero. Oh. Okay, you know of one? Yeah, I, I know the answer. What's the answer? Five. How do you know that? I, that I can't tell you. I don't have enough time now to tell you that. Did all five of those happen at the same gig? No. Five different gigs wow. over the course of his 45-year career. Wow. Well, he kept track, obviously. You know a lot of Pete Seeger trivia. I got that from his wife. How does she know? He actually bragged about it all the time. Every time he had a drink. Wait a second. Were all five hers? No. At different times? No. None of them were hers. <laughs> all right. I'm ready with yeah, more. There, I'm ready with more. There's a lot more to Pete Seeger than you guys even dreamt. Okay, I'm, I'm going to guess what it's worth, and I could be off, but I'm going to guess zero. It's worth absolutely nothing. What's your guess, Ken? $10. <laughs> Who's closer? <laughs> me. Well, have, caller, have you looked up the value? 
Pete Seeger. No. Pete Seeger yeah. autograph. Oh, look it up and call us back. Something else is really cool. No, no, no. We don't have time. We have so many other we callers. We only have you one call. Big, we only have one line Thank open. Thank you. And that line is Ken Friedman's cell phone line, 201 575 5608. Hi, you're on the air. And listen, if you're. How you doing? How you doing, Ken? I love the show. How you doing, Andy? You're all right. Who's this? This is Ziggy. Hi, Ziggy. Hey, guys, 201-575-5608. If you don't have a pen handy, memorize the number. Memorize it. So, Ziggy, have you got a collectible? Yeah, um, I have a series of collectibles. I, um, okay. I actually called previously to the station regarding my collection. Okay. Of? Um, collection of? So, I inherited uh, something from my grandfather. He had a collection of... Uh, Hair essence of celebrities from the 70s and 60s and such. Hair essence? Care? Care essence? What is that? Care essence? So, uh, wait, like, spell it. Spell it, son. Like a chair, like you sit in. Like C H A I A. Chair, chair oh. essence? Okay. Yeah, so. Like, you know, he, he was very popular, you know, in like the, in the scenes of the 70s, New York City and all that. So he, you know, he rubbed elbows with a lot of celebrities. And, um, this is a joke. and, you know, sometimes they would get out of chairs. No, they're joking. Okay. We've got to, we've got, we've got to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ziggy. See, that's what happens. Can you give your cell phone number? You can't control who calls. This is your life. Hello? Going forward, this is your life. I don't have to answer anything. Ken, this is your life. Share <clears throat> essence phone calls. Starting now. I don't generally answer uh, numbers that I don't recognize. 201-575-5608. Not a big problem. Oh, that's a good point. You can actually program Hello? your... You can, hold on, caller. You can actually program your phone not to send calls through oh. that you don't recognize. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, that's an easy setting. Thank you. Sure, that would maybe get you through. Yeah, you've just solved all my problems. Yeah, you won't be getting emergency calls when, you're, uh, when your kids need you and their phones aren't working. Oh, I see. Uh, you can yeah. stop all calls, yeah, it's, not, yeah, not one at a time. Yeah, I you see. stop all calls. Oh, I just, I'd prefer just to not answer the ones I don't recognize. No, no but if you stop, but that, your phone will be ringing at 2 a.m. If you just, if that's your policy, well, why don't you block? It. Oh no, for the love of God, Ken, just do what I tell you. For once <laughs> in your life, you're worse than a rolling one-legged hobo. Armed or not armed? No, they're not armed. Okay. Yeah, right. We're going to invite armed hobos to the island. Oh, you're right. If they're rolling down the hill, they're probably not armed. Armed hobos. God, you could get killed. I, exactly. Stalking armed hobos. I think arming I, the hobos. I think it should be a level playing field. Myself. Okay. Cut. cut just cut. cut. Delete that. <laughs> Delete that. Two hundred one. Two hundred nine. That's crazy talk. I'm in favor oh, of arming the hobos. If you're going to hunt the hobos, they should be armed. Two hundred one five seven five five six zero eight. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, how proud? How oh, proud? Hello. You, Hi. How's it going? How proud you must be to join us. I am. I I moved away from New York, so I feel like it's like calling home. Oh, who's this? My name is Elise. Hi, Elise. Elise. And where are you calling from, Elise? I live in Iowa City. Fantastic. And uh, what brought you to Iowa City? I'm a student. I'm studying um, painting. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, you can't can't go wrong there. My daughter's a painter. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think so we know who's a we know who's when, supporting you know. your daughter. Who's supporting Elise? Oh well, I get funded. I get funded through the graduate school. Great. There you go, honey. 
great. Is yeah, that? I, I'd say um, <clears throat> anyone who wants to get their MFA should try to get a funded um, MFA because you know, sure. It's free. It's free money. It's not a job. You can't call it, legally. You can't call it a job, honey. Well, we have to teach. We do have to teach. Yeah. Oh, that you have to teach painting. I yeah. Have to teach drawing. Yeah. Teach drawing. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, like good like for you. So, Andy, in in all your television work, you've never had to hire artists. Is that your point that you're trying to make here? That's a good point, Ken. No, artists do play an important part in, in the production <laughs> in the of these shows. Somewhere. Yeah, they do. Uh, and I stand corrected, and I'm humbled, and I apologize, Elise. It's okay. I, you know what? I don't. I'm. I'm slightly. I'm nervous. I'm nervous for my trajectory. For your future. <laughs> yeah, my future is. Well, I think all of our futures. Well, are, no one. Us, no one. Most may, of us. Yeah, I know. For most of us. But it's a but Elise, clear. Elise, just marry marry uh, marry someone with money. Marry well. I know that's what you I, know that I feel like I, I suggest got advice from my grandmother. Exactly. I suggest cleavage. <laughs> that, right? I'm glad I we had it. this talk. I'm glad we could talk. Thank you for the advice. You're welcome, honey. So, so Elise, do you have a collectible that you would like us to guess on? Well, I, I don't collect these, but I do have a collector's item. Um, and I, I oh. actually got it for free, which is... Okay, so it's all profit. It's all profit, baby. I had to actually meet up with the guy on Craigslist and go to his storage unit, and it was a little sketchy. Yeah, but um, I wasn't. It was in the basement, so I didn't have cell service. That's a great way to get women to your uh, (laughs) to your little storage unit is advertise something rare and collectible on on Craigslist. But ended up that he was just. The caretaker for yep. the storage unit, which yep. belonged to a rich woman. Oh, this is getting intriguing. And what is the item? The item is a, um, I, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this right, but it's a chair. A, a, mid, a mid-century chair made in Brazil by Jean Guion. Jean Guion. You pronounced it perfectly. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what double L means in French. Is that a Jean, okay, so so he was a French, he was a French craftsman of some. He designed these chairs and he built these chairs. Yes. And the way you and apparently he's well known in that field, right? In and, that. Yes. And what's the Brazilian angle? I missed. That. I don't know. It's made in Brazil, but and it's Italma wood art. Is like what the, it says on the bottom of the chair. He was well. Jean Guion was. Ex, he, I didn't realize it even. Um, yeah, when yeah. I went to get it, I just liked the color, and then when I took it home, I saw that it had this. And have you done um, any? Have you done any research on this? On I did. I, be- I did. I did research when I took it home. Yeah. So he was a he was a uh, a, a French craftsman that was exiled to Brazil. I believe he exiled. was exiled. Well, he was found guilty of luring young women to his storage facility. Okay, <laughs> if I remember the story, and uh, and so he. And it's a, he worked in Brazil, and he set up shop in Brazil, and uh, and this is a single seat chair. It's not like a couch or anything, right? Yeah, it's a red leather like swivel desk chair. Oh, it's a swivel desk chair. I'm ready with my guess. I'm ready with my guess. Write it down, Ken. I wrote it down. Did you really? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna guess. I'm, I'm gonna try to go north of whatever you're guessing. That's my guess. Four hundred fifty dollars. Oh, I put down three thousand dollars. Okay. Oh, you were you were closer. Three. It's. 
Yeah, I think it's somewhere between two thousand and twenty five hundred. Oh, right. Ken was very close. I win. Oh wait, did you say swivel? It's swiveled. Swiveled. Oh, swiveled. yes. That's, that's it. That's two thousand dollars. Yes, that's $2, it. Two thousand dollars comes from. That's it. Yeah, most yeah. chairs don't swivel, Andy. <laughs> yes. You got to be a very special chair. Most people don't swivel. Yeah. You know who yeah. swivels? Hobos. As you're, as you're, as you're, as you're chasing them. Well, if they're smart, they sure they're can swivel. Yeah, swivel when, yeah. They're, when they're being chased. We've got a swiveler. That's what you yell. Elise, <laughs> thanks so much for calling. And yeah, it means the world to us, doesn't come, it, Ken? Coming home, it does. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, good luck in your career. Thank you. And yeah, what's, my career, what's the yeah. secret? What's the secret? <laughs> the it. secret yeah. is awesome. the cleavage, honey. Thank you. you you're welcome. Cleavage. Thank you. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Rich men love the cleavage. Oh, I see. Hello. Oh, jeez. Every every female art student learns that eventually. Hi, you're on the air. Oh my gosh, I love the show. Thanks. Thanks. You can't believe you got through. And by getting through, of course, we're talking about Ken's cell phone number 201-575-5608. <laughs> and what's your name? My name is that's our listener Kev Licky. Oh, hey, Kev Licky. Oh, hey, Kev Licky. Oh, my God, another listener, Kev Licky. Yeah. I wish I had a nickel. Well, he's the original. Yeah, this is the original guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We should have them all meet up someday at a bar, wouldn't it? All the Kev Lickies. Well, the other ones aren't real. They're all AI creations. Oh, yeah, that was, that's right. He's the original. He's the real one. Yeah. OG Kev Licky. The OG, the original <laughs> Kev Licky. So, Kev Licky, what's your collectible? Well, I mean, the, you talked about signatures before, and I—I I mean, I thought about my Smothers Brothers signatures, but I've—I've I've, I've also wanted to mention that I've got a. Wait, did you? Were you there? Edition. Hold on, wait. Were you there when oh. both brothers signed it? Yes, I was. And do you have both brothers? I have. Yeah, it's uh, Tommy and Dick Smothers, correct? And what yeah. did what did they sign? Was it an album? It was no. It was it was the Thanksgiving Day Parade when I was probably nine years old, okay. and we were at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Yeah, that's worth nothing. And okay, that's no, that's zero. That's a now. zero. Okay, but, what what else do you have? One of them passed away. Yeah, I did. Okay, that's worth. Well, nah, that's now, nothing. Now would be the time. If ever there was yeah. a value, it would be in the wake of. Well, it was worth zero two weeks ago, and that that price has now doubled to zero. <laughs> okay, now what else? Do you I, have? I have to agree with you about autographs. They yeah. they're, they're very rarely worth anything. Okay, and what else do you have? You have a first edition. You said. Well, I got a first edition of Emma Goldman's autobiography, huh? "Living My Life." Wow, another commie collectible. Yeah. Wow. And it's a first edition of Emma Goldman's. Living my life. From, yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you. Volume one and two. So you announced volume one and two. You announced it publicly. You're not afraid of like crowd control problems, people storming your house. You're not afraid of thieves and burglars breaking in to to steal Emma Goldman's biography, autobiography. Well, I guess it'd just be another commie, so we'd just and, be sharing. Yeah, right? exactly. And from what year is it? Uh, what, it's like 1931, I think. Now, would you be willing, I'm just asking, would you be willing to, to separate them, to just sell me volume two? <laughs> mm, that's the, the volume one's that's better than volume two. That's a question, by the way. And that, what's, what's the imprint? Yeah. Uh, Knopf. Okay, Knopf. Okay. Knopf. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yeah. And does it have a dust jacket? There, I don't know, it doesn't. What's the condition then, overall? 
It's uh, it's fine. Condition. Did you write your name in the inside cover, Kevlicky? Did you write Kevlicky anywhere on it? I was gonna write Andy Breckman. On no, it. don't. Oh, that'll that'll destroy any value it might have. But if it's an original Kevlicky, if it's signed by Kevlicky, I'm ready with my guess. Yeah, I'm ready with my guess. Okay. Okay. I wrote down the words. Who cares? What did you write? I wrote down two hundred and fifty dollars. I think I'm closer. <laughs> Kevlicky, did you check the value? Well, I looked up on eight yeah. books, and yeah. somebody's selling one of these for twelve hundred bucks. Oh you know? man, so, there you go. So uh, I win. I, I was wrong. I Who win. I, I put down two fifty. Who cares? Is much lower. Emma Goldman's autobiography. Aren't you afraid? Aren't you afraid Come it on. might? Aren't you afraid it might fall open and you might end up reading it? <laughs> aren't you concerned about that? She was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was a ball of laughs. She was. That girl could swivel. She could. <laughs> You don't know anything about Emma Goldman. Man, I'd like to have lured her to that island off the coast of Georgia. All right, thanks, Kev Licky. We're going to take one more call. Hunt down old communists. All right, we have time for one more call. Okay, if you're just tuning in, we lost our phone line, but we're making do. We're Apollo 13. We're making our way back home. We've jerry-rigged a system that seems to be working, 201-575-5608. That's Ken's cell phone number. And we have time for one more quick call. Before we splash down in the middle of the Atlantic. Oh, where do you think we'll land? I don't know. That was a big question. Remember remember those early Apollo flights where they were... What's that, your, your, your ringer? Yeah. Remember those early Apollo flights where they lost communication as the, as the capsule re-entered the yeah, atmosphere? Yeah, yeah. And there was a very tense, like, three minutes? Right. And did they burn up? And and a lot of these, in a, in a lot of, in a few instances, they weren't sure that their heat shield was still intact. That's right. Remember? That's right. Remember yeah, the remember? Very, very thrilling. Yeah. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, geez. Hang on. Hang on. What's going on here? Well, well. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, Ken, sorry, caller. Ken, you know, just hang out. We're done. My phone's not playing friendly. You don't have to apologize. They're, they're FMU listeners. Hey, Ken, you know what you've proved to me today and to everyone listening? What? Somebody in this station has the right stuff. Somebody, <laughs> somebody is cool and collected. You're John Glenn. You're, your heart rate never increased. Your blood pressure never increased. You face this crisis. It's a call-in show without phone lines. Yeah. And you rolled with it. And you put together, you hobbled together a makeshift system. Uh, You're my hero. Known as my phone. You brought us all home, Ken. You got us through this hour. I'm very impressed. It sounds like you were really scared. I was. I didn't know what was happening. Wow. We lost communication. We realized the problem at 20 minutes after. Yeah. It's actually never happened before. Yeah, I know. Exactly. We lost all the phones, not just the first one. Yeah. Houston, we had a problem. but, But we also had... Ken Friedman in the commander seat. Are you still there, caller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's your name? Quick. Ned. Ned, what's your collectible? Quick. I've got an acoustic guitar, Martin DD28. Whoa. Yeah. From what year? 1940. Okay. Whoa. You could sell that tomorrow for $900. Thanks for calling. I'm going to say $10,000. All right. It's, it's worth uh, between 50 and 80. Fifty and eighty thousand. Correct. I don't think so. I think so. Thank you, Ned. It's an old Martin. It's It's a nineteen forty Martin. Ned, it's fun to pretend, isn't it? It's fun to pretend you're rich because girls talk to you then. 
<laughs> it's fun. It's Th fun, though. Thanks to Jeremiah for the newsletter. Yeah, and thanks to uh, AT&T for, uh, for who's, your, who's your provider there, Ken? Give him a shout out. Uh, Verizon. Yeah, Verizon. Well done, Verizon. Yeah, thanks, Verizon. Yeah. And uh, that'll be fixed before next weekend. I hope so. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And don't forget, use your common sense. Am I right? And call Ken 24-7. very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case I was playing A.
The blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. Happy and happy 
She's so sweet to me. 